Pastor Chooks, along with his wife, Pastor Toyin, are the lead pastors of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg, South Africa. Through them, God is raising an army of ordinary men and women who are transforming and uplifting the standard of life in their communities through understanding and applying biblical principles. Pastor Chooks and Pastor Toyin frequently host workshops, seminars and conferences for transformation and uplifting of the complete man, complete woman and wholesome families. Some of the events and programs include the Dream Achievers Seminars and Conferences, Kingdom Financiers Conferences, Marriage Enrichment Courses and Seminars, For Wives Only Seminars, Single Ladies Boot Camps, Limitless Men's Seminars. They are also the founders of the Power of Women Academy, a group mentorship for high-impact women. They also host the annual Power of Women Conferences and Events. For more information, please visit www.idelight.co.za and www.reslife.org.za or WhatsApp plus 27814210835. Hi, good evening. Welcome to a beautiful Friday evening, another edition of our uh, relationship uh, get-together Thank God it's Friday. Uh, this is Pastor Chucks who go here, and here is my wife, Pastor Tony, who go here. All right, wifey, tell them what we have uh, coming up tonight and then this weekend. Okay, great. Um, like, thank God it's Friday, and we are just here. He's going to be continuing with his um, session from last week. Um, we were talking about dating in 4D, a um, very, very powerful um, um, session that he had last week, and he's going to be continuing on that. Okay, all right. Tonight, we continue with the talk um, we started last week on um, uh, uh, dating in 4D. Dating in 4D. And we are talking about the do's, the don'ts, the dares, and the dilemmas of dating. The do's of dating, the don'ts of dating, the, the dares of dating, and the dilemmas of dating. Everybody who is single, you, you, you want to understand the things you're supposed to do the things you you're not supposed to do the things you're supposed to dare to to push and the things the dilemmas that are there and know how to deal with those dilemmas dating in 4d i gave us three do's last week um i think one or two don'ts and then some dares and some dilemmas so today i'm going to give a, a few more do's and then some don'ts some dares and some dilemmas okay let's go all right, so the first D we're dealing with today is a do. Be willing to share the story of your own journey with God and be eager to hear theirs. See, when you start dating somebody, the process of dating, you know, if we want to define dating properly, because I find that, you know, the definition of dating is a bit warped and a bit messed up in the minds of many people. Dating is not having sex with somebody. Dating is... A, a social a engagement with somebody to get to know them so if you're dating someone you are in the process of getting to know who they are and get you to know what they stand for what they represent that's what dating is supposed to be and for a godly woman or a godly man dating is supposed to be a time of just getting to know somebody not more than that okay yeah it's a pastor possible about knowing them sexually no it's not that one is not part of it uh, that that is forbidden god doesn't want you to do that god wants you to get to know them who they are in their mind who they are you know in their spiritual journey so when you are dating somebody be willing to share your own journey in god don't hide that you're a christian 
Don't hide that. And say, but ah, if they know that I'm Christian now, they are going to run away from me. No. Don't hide it. Don't hide that you are, you are, you are born again. Share the journey of your walk with God. And then be willing to hear theirs. Listen attentively. to What are you listening for? You are listening to hear authenticity. Do these people have an authentic relationship with God? Don't be fooled. Listen, if you are hoping to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want to know that they have an authentic relationship with God. You really want to know that. And how do you know you, if you are not asking them questions that help them uh, push them to tell you their journey? You know, when I listen to you, I can tell where you are spiritually. Okay? Uh, and that would determine how I, I position our relationship. You know, how you, what you say will determine how I position our relationship. So, be willing to share your own journey and then be willing to hear theirs. Don't be so carried away with all kinds of carnality that you are not discussing spiritual things. No. You want to know how are they serving? You want to know how did they get born again? What encounters have they had with God? What encounters have they had in the secret place of prayer? What encounters that have they had in the word of God? What experiences... You know, do they have to mark their spiritual uh, uh, journey? If they do not have a spiritual past, they may not have a spiritual present. Let me say that again. If they do not have a spiritual past, they may not have a spiritual present. So if they have no stories to tell you of, you know, their journey with God so far, then they, they, there's none. They, they, they're not working with God. There's no relationship with God. And that's not the kind of person that you even want to date. Not even to speak of, you know, um, wanting to spend your life with them. No, no, no. You, you want to make sure that you, you, you know where they're coming from, where they stand with God, you know, what, what they know about God, what they know about the things of God, what they know about their own spiritual capacity and their own spiritual gifting and their calling in God. You want to know that. So that's why you want to, you know, listen. Listen for genuine encounters with God. If people have not had genuine encounters with God, they are dangerous. <laughs> Let me say it again. If people have not had genuine encounters with God, they are very dangerous. You, you, you don't want to hang with those people. Okay. So, so another do that I want to you know, give you tonight. Do investigate and seek to know and understand their values and their belief system. Be, do investigate. What are their values? What do they stand for? What do they stand for? You know, those are the things that determine whether I will be your friend or not. When I meet you for the first time, I listen. I listen. Your values will determine whether we're going to be friends or this is the end of it. We're just going to remain an acquaintance. You'll never be my enemy. You'll just be an acquaintance and we, I will never push it. Your values. If you, if you don't value the things that I value, we can't work together. The Bible says two cannot work together except they agree. So, so you want to know this person's values. What are important? What do they hold there? What do they hold sacred? What, where, where do they have boundaries? And say, you know, these are the things I can do. These are the things I cannot do. If a person is comfortable with cheating, and for them is a, a joking matter, then you know that they're going to cheat on you. If, if a person is stealing, and for them it's not a big deal to steal, to peel far from the shop, you know that you are, you are, you are hanging with a thief. So, so you want to be careful, you know, what, what this person's value systems are. So investigate it, seek to know, ask them questions that help 
you know and when you hear things probate probate you hear oh that he says no i was fired from the place where i was working you need to probate why were they fired where are they fired were they fighting somebody were they harassing somebody mm -hmm. there was a man i know that you know kept on changing jobs kept on changing jobs and he kept on telling stories when his wife eventually went to find out they found out that all these places where he was going the reason why they were firing him they were actually firing him he will come home and tell another story but the reason why they were firing him was you know sexual harassment he was harassing people ladies everywhere he went he was just doing wrong things and he kept on getting fired so they are, you 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 want to probe things when you hear them that's the purpose of dating dating is a season when you get to know somebody you get to you know understand somebody so investigate and seek to know their values and their belief system somebody who believes in ancestral worship and they tell you that they're born again but they are afraid that the ancestors who died are going to come to attack them <laughs> you know that <laughs> yeah their christianity has has a, you know uh, 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 an injury <laughs> let's put it that way it has a very terrible injury so so what do they believe what do they believe about the grace of god what do they believe about the power of god to forgive what do they believe about failure about sin about making mistakes what do they believe because what they believe is going to influence how they treat you yeah they're going to judge you harshly when you make a mistake it comes from what they believe are going to are they going to judge you so badly when you falter is you know it's is going to be determined by what they believe so that's why you want to know what do they believe about everything what do they believe about you know children in marriage what do they believe what do they believe about you know money community holding uh, getting married in community or property what do they believe you want to know so that you know whether there's a future here or there's no future whether this relationship can go to the next level or not you got to you know that's why you want to investigate so let me give you areas where you want to investigate their values and their beliefs because they they affect you and they affect the relationship number one what do they believe about god what do they know about god what do they believe about god if they believe that god uh uh you know god is mean god punishes people god beats people and that's what they believe do you know they're going to beat you <laughs> they're going to beat you because what they believe about god is what they're going to extend to you if they believe that God is merciful, then they're going to show you mercy when you make a mistake. So what do they believe about God? You want to find out. If they believe that God is that harsh, harsh uh, old man in heaven looking for a way to smash you with a big stick when you make a mistake, that's how they're going to treat you when you make a mistake. What they believe about God will influence how they react to you. So find out what they believe about God. Find out what they know about their calling in life if someone tells you that ah, i don't have any calling <laughs> i don't believe i have a calling you know that you are marrying an empty head or you are you are dating an empty head so you want to know what do they believe about their calling in life what how much do they know about their calling how much do they know about where their life is headed you got you want to know that so so you you want to ask questions around those what do they believe about relationships you are hanging with somebody who 
who believes that you know it's okay to multiple dates and be in multiple relationships at the same time you know that you're play you're dealing with a player so so what do they believe about relationships uh, they believe that you know um, sex it's okay even before marriage they they believe that you know that, that that's a problem what do they believe about relationships if they believe that relationships are for 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 sexual engagement before marriage you know you know that you can you can't push into a relationship with such a person so so you want to know what do they believe about relationships when what was their last relationship how did it end how did they treat the person that they were in a relationship with how did they you know um, um address the issues of of conflict when conflict arose in their relationship you want to know that because that's how they're going to treat you family is the other thing what do they believe about family what do they believe about family you know you hear them saying these things that we you know when i marry you i'm going to um, um uh, disconnect from your whole family and disconnect you from your family and I, I don't want you to make contact with them you know that that's a dangerous person to disconnect you from your mother and your father and say you don't want to i don't want you to talk to them that's a dangerous person to be continued relationship with so what do they believe about family what do they what do they how are they treating their their aging parents yes you want to know what's their philosophy around caring their, for their siblings you you want to know because if they feel that their siblings come before you you know that you're going to struggle all the days of your life in that relationship you're going to struggle where do they position you in their hierarchy of you know importance where where, where do they put, put you <laughs> i saw a video not 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 long ago a few days ago of this man who was having to deal with a situation where his wife and his mother were dragging the front seat of his of the car and the, and the wife is saying but i'm your wife i'm supposed to sit in front the mother says go and sit at the back i'm his mother i'm supposed to sit in front <laughs> and the guy you know his wife is saying to him you can't you can't always have your mother sit in front in fact the car is my car i can't go and be sitting at the back and, and they were having this argument. I have, I have the video on my phone. And they're having this argument around this matter. You know, these are some of the things that you can pick up, you know, when you are dating somebody and question these things and, and make it lead to a, you know, a discussion. Question these things. Where do they put you? If they are always having to put you, you know, after their family, after everybody, you know they're not going to be happy. You're not going to be a happy, you're not going to be a happy spouse. It's true. So, so, find out what they think about family next is job and career what do they think about you know job and career what do they think how important is working where do they position work is work going to be more important than the marriage is work going to be more important than the children is work more going to be more important than you there are some people who are so dysfunctional they place work before their relationship it's not supposed to be is a dysfunction they place work before their relationship so they would attend to work first before they attend to you and if there are, if there are decisions to make choose work or choose me they choose work they will attend to you much later after they have sorted out work 
even if it means your life is on the line, they would let you die to go and attend to work. So you want to know what they think about all this. What do they think about making money? What do they think about bringing in cash into the family? If you have someone who say, you know, I'm an artist, it doesn't matter. I don't need money. I just want to express my art, 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 artist tendencies, you know, whether they buy it or not. I just want to. And then they, <laughs> they are investing the money you are earning to do artwork that nobody's going to buy. And by the way, what I'm saying to you is a scenario that I, a scenario that I, 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 I knew about sometime, long time ago, actually. You know, so, so what do they think about work? What do they think about career? Number six is what do they think about finances? What are their values? Is, the, is God in the equation of finances? Do they honor God with the tithes? Do they honor the work of God with their finances? What, where do they sit? With, with regards to finances, you you wanna you wanna probe that. How how do they see money? How do they view money? Is money everything? Is money their god? If money is their god, you know you're gonna be a very terrible slave that they're gonna maltreat. It's true, it's true. So find out what they think about finances. How do they relate with finances? And then you know whether you can take the relationship forward or you can just drop off right here and count your losses and walk away. Because a person's values, they rarely change. They, they, and when they change, they change slowly. It's true. They rarely change. And when they change, they change slowly. So, so you want to know what this person believes and what they have adopted as their values regarding money. The next is regarding sex. This is where a lot of people are struggling. If a man's values around sex or a woman's values around sex are not wholesome as stipulated by the word of God, you're going to have a problem with this person. Because when you get married to them, that value system of depraved sexual expression will continue. Because that's what they believe about sex. So they're going to continue doing it. So, so you want to know what they believe. And if they say, no, they're saying to you, no, we need to do it now, you know that there's no future with this person. Because if they're not going to honor God, how are they going to honor you? How are they going to honor you? How are they going to honor their marriage vow? How are they going to honor the, the, the vow that they made on the day they get married? They're not going to honor it. So you want to know. All right. Uh, the next one is social issues. What do they feel about rape? What do they feel about gender-based violence? If they say, no, women are the ones who are always creating the problems while they are beaten, while they are being maltreated, you know that you are, you are in for some big trouble with this person. What do they believe about, you know, social issues? What do they believe about, about hunger and poverty? If they feel like, you know, everybody should uh, sort themselves out, God is God for all of us, you know, don't bother me. I, I need to, you know, focus on my business. You know that you are dealing with the wrong person. You are dealing with a dangerous person. What do they feel about all the issues of our day-to-day -day life? Social issues. Okay. All right, let me give you the last do, then I'm going to take a few don'ts and a few dares and a few dilemmas uh, for tonight. All right. The last do for today. Do investigate and query their spiritual autonomy. Do investigate and query their spiritual autonomy. Do they have an independent relationship with God apart from you? Do they have an independent relationship with God apart from you? 
you want to investigate that you want to be sure that they do have an you know independent relationship with god apart from you if not when the relationship gets rocky the relationship with god will also become unstable because both both of you i mean you and this guy uh are in a relationship so how they treat god is going to affect you a man a man is what he is before he's god so so when there is no relationship with god there are problems around it so you want to be careful and know that you know this person has a solid work with god because when your relationship with him begins to have issues the only way to resolve those issues if he has a relationship or she has a relationship with god when they don't have a relationship with god there's no point of reference so that's why you want to be sure that you know they have an independent work with god you want to be sure of that dating someone without their own spiritual autonomy is a red flag somebody who doesn't have a spiritual autonomy they can't stand on their own to read their bible to pray they can't stand on their own to say no to sin they can't that's a red flag you shouldn't go there because if they don't have a work with god can i tell you what happens when there's pressure on your relationship when the pressure on the union flesh carnality is going to break out and you know some people are so carnal they don't even know that they're carnal some people are so fleshly they don't even know that they are fleshly they don't they think it's normal they vituperate they they, they gyrate they think it's normal they, they they don't know so you want to be careful right there make sure they have their own autonomy they have their own work with god they are reading the bible they are praying they're spending time they're regular at church they, there's a committed you know um, um heart of discipleship they want to be disciples of jesus there's a commitment deep inside that drives them that's those are the things you want to look out for when you are uh querying someone's spiritual autonomy where there is independent spiritual autonomy you will mutually uphold each other at varying times of spiritual difficulty that's the truth so so when there are there is a solid rhythm with god on their side solid rhythm with god on your side when you face difficulties you will find that you have an ally you have somebody you can count on somebody you can depend on someone you can go to battle with and you'll be able to you know uphold each other and support each other so how do you know um how do you discern spiritual autonomy let me give you a quick a quick list and then i move on to the don'ts personal convictions and confirmation of work with christ that's how you know personal convictions and confirmation of work with christ daily bible reading that's number two daily bible reading when someone reads the bible daily when someone spends time to you know get to know god's word you know that there is a spiritual autonomy right there and you need to pay attention prayer prayer do they pray or they can go for three days four days and and they haven't spent time in prayer prayer a prayerful person listens to the voice of god a prayerful person will hear god and and, and obey number four church attendance if they are not going to church and they can come up with all kinds of stories and tell you how 
you know, they love God and so on and so forth, please don't be fooled. If a person is not a committed member of the church where they are held accountable and they are in church every service, then you don't want that person around you. You don't. You don't. People who don't have a spiritual authority that they submit to are a law unto themselves and they are very dangerous. What it means is that nobody can call them to order. Nobody can tell them what to do. Nobody can... No, they, they mess you up and they can get away with it. Okay. Then the number five, do they visibly uh, identify as Christians or they are hiding their faith? If they're hiding their faith, then there's a problem there. Okay. Number five, is visible identification as a Christian. Number six, concern for the lost and suffering. Concern for the lost and suffering. Do you know anybody who knows God? One of the ways you know a man who knows God is their passion for souls. Is their passion for the lost. The Bible says that Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. That's the heart of the Father. To seek and save that which was lost. So a man who knows God will be passionate about seeking and saving that which was lost. So their, past, their concern for the lost and suffering will give you an indication of their level of work with God. Their passion for pleasing God. Their passion for pleasing God. Do you, do you know that people who work with God closely, they are passionate about pleasing God? That's the, that's the best person to have as your friend. Someone who is passionate about pleasing God. It means that they, it's not you that will tell them what is right. God is their guide as to what is right or not. Because they are passionate about pleasing God. What, what saved just Joseph with the, from the temptation of Mrs. Potiphar? He said, God, I fear God, I can't do this. Mrs. Potiphar said, but nobody's going to find out. He said, I don't care, God is watching us. I can't do this. So, so it, was, it was his passion to please God that kept him away from all the temptation that came. All right. Let me take a few don'ts. And then we will, we will uh, see how much time we have left. Alright, the first don't I want to take today, I think I'm going to take two, two or three don't. Do not lead someone on or allow them to deceive themselves by anything that you are doing. Do not allow, do not lead somebody on or allow them to deceive themselves by anything that you are doing. In other words, don't give them uh, the impression that you're interested when you're not. Don't allow them to misinterpret your kind gestures to suggest what you are not saying. If people are hearing something that you're not saying, correct it. I know, you know, a lot of brothers who try to be nice Christian brothers and then sisters begin to read meanings into their kindness and begin to think that they're interested. Meanwhile, the brother just being a Christian brother he has no interest. And there are some times when some sisters just show brotherly kindness. And then some brothers just go to town. And begin to make, make, you know, create castles in their head. Oh, she likes me. Oh, she wants me. Oh, she does this. Oh, she does that. She has none of those things in mind. So, you want to make sure that you are not leading anybody on. You're not sending messages that you don't want to be sending. 
The same thing for women. Don't lead anybody on. If you're not interested, be, be, be godly enough to tell the brother that you're not interested. Don't be taking his gifts and taking his affection. And the deep in your heart, you know that you're going to walk away one day. That's evil. I've heard stories of people, you allow this guy pay school fees. You allow this guy, you know, spend so much money, pay for your degree. Now you graduate, you say he's not your kind of person. And you now want to find your own type of person. But you allowed him for the last four years, think that he has somebody and he's investing in your education. And you are received all of that. And now you've gotten the degree. And he says, let's get married. You say, no. I, I actually discovered that, no, I am a different person. Really? That's evil. That's evil. I've heard stories upon stories of, you know, women doing this thing to men. You allow him buy gifts for everybody in your family. You allow him spending money on your mother. You allow him spending money on your siblings and doing all of these things because he believed that he is, you know, uh, sowing into the life of, of, the, of his future wife. Only for you to come back three years later to say, you know, uh, no, I don't feel that way. No, that's wrong. That's very ungodly. That's wrong. Don't lead anybody on. If someone is showing you interest and you're not interested, please be polite and be kind to communicate your feelings and say, you know what? I don't see it this way. I, I actually know that there's someone better than me that is meant for you, not me. Be kind to let them know so that they don't waste their time. And waste their life investing in you meanwhile there's no future with you all right number three number three don't do not act like you are a friend when you think and wish for more <laughs> do not think that like you're a friend you know and but you wish for more you want this relationship to go you know become more romantic and have some commitment but you keep acting like a friend and there are a lot of women who use that tactics you are really interested in this guy, but you're playing hard to get. You're, 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 you're packing him in the friend zone, but you want more. Sometimes you actually take the privileges of the next, of the next level, but you choose to be at the other level. It's wrong. It's ungodly. See, there's something I teach about being a person of personal integrity. What does it mean to be a person of personal integrity? To be a person of personal integrity means that what you think, what you say, and what you do are the same. You are, you are one, you are whole. That's what it means to be, to be a person of integrity. Integrity comes from the same word as integer. Whole number. An integer is a whole number. You are whole. What you say, what you do, and what you are thinking are the same. Don't say I love you when your heart is not saying the same. Don't act like a wife when you know deep in your heart you are not supposed to be a wife to this man. Don't do it. So, so always, always let your thinking, your talking, and your doing be the same. If you feel like this person is misreading what you're doing, hold back. If you're not buying that gift, it's going to say more than you want it to say, then don't buy the gift. You know that throwing this birthday party is going to say more than you are willing to say now. Then don't do that birthday party. We, 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 we have to treat one another in the body of Christ with respect and with integrity. You see, don't, don't, don't act what your heart is not saying. That's why I question a lot of the things that people are doing. What, 
you are on a first date and you are kissing. What are you kissing for? What are you kissing for? What are you trying to say? You don't know this person. What, what is that about? So, so don't, don't, you know, let your actions say what your heart is not saying. Always be a person of personal integrity all, all the time. Okay. And then the, the last do for today, the last don't for today, I'm going to, you know, deal with some dares and some dilemmas and we close. The last don't for today. Do not dismiss lies about stuff that you find out and move on like it's a small issue. So in other words, if they have lied to you and you found out, don't dismiss it and say it's a small issue. No, no, no. Because once you find deceit, there's no relationship. So don't dismiss it. They lied about their whereabouts. They told you that they are going to Kempton Park, but they actually went to Fountain Blue. Don't, don't, you know, think it's nothing. They told you they are going to their friend's house, but you found out they went to the mall. Don't, don't, you know, they said, oh, I am coming. I am five minutes away. And for the next 75 minutes, they haven't arrived. But when you found them, they said they're five minutes away. They are lying. Don't, don't wave it aside. No, they, don't wave it aside. Deal with it. Address it. Confront it in a, in a loving way. In a loving way. But confront it. Bring that issue. They lie about their finances. They got paid. But they lie they have not been paid. They told you they've not been paid, but they've been paid. And you find out about it. Why are they lying to you about their money? They lie to you that they're earning 20,000. Meanwhile, they're earning 100,000. Why are they lying to you? Or they lie to you they're earning 20,000. Meanwhile, they're only earning 5,000. Why are they lying? So don't brush it aside and say it doesn't matter. You know, investigate it, probe it deeper. Lying about post substance abuse. You, you smelled something around them the other time. And they say, no, it's nothing. But, you know, as you relate with them, you find out that you keep getting the smell of this thing. This Indian hemp or whatever. And when you find out eventually, don't wave it aside. Deal with it. So lying about substance abuse, lying about seeing or being with someone else. That one is very rife in our, in our time. People are cheats. People are cheats. And they, they, would, they would lie to you. Oh, you are the only one in my life. Meanwhile, they are busy with three, four people elsewhere. And when you find out about these lies, uh, you need to take them seriously. I'm not saying create drama. I'm saying take them seriously and question them. Lying about their past. Hmm? They went to jail for three years and they're lying about it because they want to impress you. And then you find out that it's true that they went to jail. <laughs> Don't let it slide. Don't let it slide. Lying about their past. They told you, no, I have not been in a relationship in the last five years. Only for you to find out that they just broke up with somebody four months ago. They're lying about their past. So, so then don't, don't take it lying down. Whenever people lie about their past, don't take it lying down and just say, no, it doesn't matter, you move on. Or lying about their achievements. <laughs> there was once, you know, a lady was saying at a single ladies boot camp that we had that, you know, it was dating this guy who said he had a master's degree. Only for her to find out that this guy has, he didn't even 
get a first degree. But he's been, you know, lying that he had a master's degree, had an MBA. Meanwhile, he didn't have anything. So, don't, when you find people lying to you about their achievements, they say they were a CEO of so-so-and-so place. When you go to find out, they were never CEO of nothing. So, when people lie to you about their achievements, you want to make sure that you investigate everything else that they tell you. Okay. Our time is, is really fast spent. Let me take some dares. I'll probably um, do two or two, one or two, and then I'll do some dilemmas and we close. Dare to be naked and unashamed. No fixed leaves needed. What does that mean? Dare to be honest. Dare to be transparent. Dare. Is it dare? Try, try to be transparent. Especially as relationship is building and is growing. I'm not saying put everything out the, you know, the first time you meet this person. No. But as you grow the relationship, dare to open your heart and let people see. Let the person know who you really are. Don't stop hiding things and, and stop being cryptic about stuff. Dare to be open, naked and unashamed. Okay? I think I can only deal with one dare today. Let me deal with a dilemma as I begin to round up. How far can we go and how soon? It's a dilemma. How far can we go and how soon? Uh, you know, you got to decide on this up front before you go into a relationship. You need to decide on it. Physically, how far can we go? You know what the Bible says. Sex before marriage is a sin. It's not, it's not, it's not in, it's not in, in, in the health and the interest of the relationship you are trying to build. Don't deceive yourself. You know, many times people think we can cut corners and it doesn't matter. No, no, take this from me. The seeds you sow as a single person, you're going to reap them when you get married. It's true. So, don't, don't dare to question, you know, this thing. Find out from him or her what they think about, you know, how far we can go physically. And both of you decide and set the boundaries. You see, when, when I started my relationship with my wife in 1998, we decided, we set the boundaries. From the first night that we agreed to get married and, and start a, a proper courtship relationship, those are things we discussed it that day. This line, we will not cross it. And by the grace of God, we did not cross that line. So what am I saying to you? you got to make your mind up and decide how far can we go and how soon. Emotionally and intellectually spiritually as well those are dilemma you know situations that you need to discuss talk about it and then come to some agreement between the two of you that this is how far we can go and you know not further all right i'm gonna fold it up here for tonight have you been blessed have you learned anything well we continue next week on dating in four d's there's so much to share uh, i'll probably do it for another four weeks dating in four days and i i trust god to help all the single people out there just learn these things and and uh, apply them to their relationships and grow all right thank you for hanging with me i want you to subscribe to our youtube channel the 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 the, the youtube channel is on the screen uh if you're watching by youtube today subscribe and then click the notification button if you are on facebook the same thing, like the page and then share this file and let people around you get to learn. Share this with other single people around you. Um, our number to reach us if you have any questions that you want me to deal with next Sunday, I mean, sorry, next Friday, uh, you can send us your questions on plus 27814210835. Plus 27814210835. That's where you will send your questions or, you know, if you don't agree with anything I said. 
you know, raise your objection. I'll, I'll be happy to deal with it in next week, Friday, when we come together for another edition of Thank God This Friday. But tomorrow, tomorrow, we are starting the Power of Women Conference 2020. This conference is for all women out there and the men who love them. And the men who love them. So we want to invite you. You want to register for the conference and you want to, you know, uh, uh, um, um, uh, tell your friends about the conference. The theme this year is the supernatural woman. Sorry, sorry, super abundant woman. Well, she has to be supernatural to be super abundant. And that's what we're dealing with. And we have three days Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to unpack this. And we have other guest speakers joining me to teach God's word and to minister God's word at this conference. Pastor Opi Aya from Abuja, Nigeria will be joining me uh, speaking into the same theme and then Dr. Pell Kupe all the way from Pretoria joining me. This conference is online and we're trusting God for an amazing time, an amazing time in the word of God. As we told you earlier on, at the end of every every day there will be ask your gynae sessions which you need to get your ticket i want you to register for that and get your ticket i'll see you tomorrow at the conference 5 p.m south african time and we're going to be broadcasting on our channels facebook and youtube you're going to be there but you need to register to get the link you need to register to get the link god bless you see you at the conference otherwise i'll see you next friday for another edition of thank god this friday as i continue dating in four days. Good night. The Single Ladies Boot Camp is a program for single ladies from all ages and backgrounds run by Pastor Chooks and Toy Nogoye. Many unmarried women are frustrated, either sitting on the singles bench or struggling in difficult relationships. Why the vicious cycle? Are relationships supposed to be frustrating, painful, hurtful, often going nowhere for years? Women start questioning the existence of good men and of love itself. Some even come to the point of giving up on the idea of marriage altogether. The Single Ladies Bootcamp is run over a weekend and throughout the sessions, ladies are able to explore and learn the principles that govern relationships and biblical standards for relationships. The Single Ladies Bootcamp also teaches how to attract what you are looking for, as well as answering the questions, is there anything wrong with being single? Why do you really want to get married? Why are you not married yet? How do I find a husband? How do I deal with the frustration of waiting to be found? These are all valid questions that single women ask themselves and often break themselves down in trying to answer them. The Single Ladies Bootcamp will answer all those questions and more, giving women a change in perspective, direction and hope for the future. Pastor Chooks and Toyinogoye are the lead pastors at Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg where they place a strong emphasis on family and relationships. Their expertise on relationships has helped hundreds of singles and couples over the years build strong and lasting relationships and or fixing broken ones through their Singles Ignition Seminars, Single Ladies Bootcamp, Marriage Seminars, Workshops and Conferences. They are the founders of the Power of Woman Academy and the conveners of the annual Power of Woman Conference. Pastor Chooks is the author of the best-selling book, The Amazing Power of Woman. Pastor Chooks and Toyin have been married for over 20 years, and it is their many years of experience in building their own marriage and in third-party marriage interventions that has equipped them with vital wisdom that they put together in these events. For more information, 
visit www.slbc.co.za or WhatsApp 081-421-0835.